Hi, welcome to Interviews Podcast. I am passionate about business. I used to run businesses for others before launching my own. And I have always asked myself one key question. What is the secret recipe to properly structure and successfully run a business? So I am on a quest to find out through insightful conversations with entrepreneurs all around the world. Follow me on my journey to crack the entrepreneurship code. Interviews is sponsored by Bertoli Digital, a Wix website agency built for startups, individuals and SMEs. Bertoli Digital is also Finland's first certified Wix expert and Wix partner agency. 1% of all the agency's project revenue go to Global Footprint Network to help change how the world manages its natural resources and respond to climate change. If you want to know more, www.bertolidigital.com or contact at bertolidigital.com. This is Interviews. Today I am with Ville Simola, the CEO of Maria01, based in Helsinki, Finland. Maya01 describes itself as a community campus for the starting ecosystem. Hello, Ville. Thank you very much for joining me today. Hello, Lauren. Thank you for the invitation. So please tell us a little bit about Maya01. Yeah, so Maya01 is the, um, the leading startup campus in the, in the Nordics. So uh, it's been founded in 2016. and gradually growing, growing uh, bigger and bigger. And right now we have around 150 startup companies, 1300 members, 12 venture capitalist funds, and uh, around 20,000 square meters of space in, in use by, by all, all these tenants. Well, it's a, big, it's a big campus. I read somewhere that you guys wanted to be the biggest campus of Europe. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that, that is the goal. That is the goal. I think, you know, whether we're the biggest uh, or not, then there's, of course, other big ones such as the Station F and in Paris and, and there's big ones in Berlin, the UK as well. I think one of the biggest, that is definitely the goal. And especially, especially when we think about Nordics, uh, I think we have a pretty solid, solid base to, to build, build what we already have at the moment. We, we'll come back to, uh, to that later on in the discussion. But uh, I want to talk about you a little bit now because you have an interesting, an interesting story. Interviews is about cracking the entrepreneurship code. And what is interesting with you is that you started as an entrepreneur. You've, you launched a startup Sona back in 2010. And then you went to work for others. But however, you have always been in contact with entrepreneurs. And today at Maya01, you core clients, I guess, are entrepreneurs. So how come entrepreneurship has played such an important role in your professional life? Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, I, think, I think, you know, entrepreneurship is, is something I, I, I have in my, my DNA. And uh, how I kind of, how I define entrepreneurship is that it's not only about, uh, you know, owning your own company and building that and, and try to make it as a big success. Of course, you know, that's the very essence of, of, of entrepreneurship. But I think entrepreneurship is more kind of a, um, 
sense of ownership in in what you do so so it doesn't really matter if if you know it's it's a, if you're a sole entrepreneur building a company or you're running a startup company or if it's a larger organization but if you have the sense of ownership in the way you work and in the way you do things uh for me that is that is the entrepreneurial mindset so and i think i've had that pretty much much all my life uh, mm. starting from like different high school projects i i did back in the day mm. can you tell us a little bit more about that sense of of ownership is it like you know you work for others but it's like you the comp- you treat the company as if it was yours your your own company yeah yeah i think that's a, that's a good way to good mm. way to put it so yeah in in everything you do you don't just uh kind of trust that hey there's always somebody who's going to take care of that for you or it's uh it's somebody else's responsibility but but you you really feel that ownership and uh and you work uh work towards uh, the same goal and 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 i think a lot of the ways of agile working and and different kinds of methods that um startup companies use uh, i think all those are part of the 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 entrepreneurial leadership skill set or should be part of the entrepreneurial uh, leadership skill set so so mm. i would define it that way and i think there's very good very good uh writings about that for example from from Risto Silasma who um who was the uh the chairman of 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 Nokia so a large corporation but he was talking a lot about entrepreneurial leadership and 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 he has a background in in founding uh, AppSecure which has grown into a stock listed company so that is very much the mindset i i uh, i try to facilitate in my my everyday work as well talking about your everyday work i am intrigued by your personal motto which i found on your linkedin profile id is king execution is king com can you tell us a bit more mm. about that yeah that was actually something that i came up with uh when i was working working at startup sauna we were building startup sauna uh, one of the largest startup accelerators uh early stage uh, accelerators in in europe and and back in day what what i noticed is that people have a lot of ideas but but if if you're not willing to take the risk and if you're not willing to um, do the actions to take it further uh, the ideas that are actually worthless so that was the time i kind of uh, adapted that and it was one of our demo days that we had we had a panel discussion and uh, and there was one of the entrepreneurs and actually he used this phrase <laughs> so i kind of uh took the opportunity to also hijack that that phrase and and i've been using it more or less more or less ever since that um and but i think still to to this date it it definitely i think that is the very key if you're not able to execute on on the ideas you have then then pretty much nothing will happen so i'm always trying to focus keep my focus on the on the execution part especially and there's always i tell my clients there's a difference between moving and being mo- being busy moving uh versus actually achieving you know and getting getting things done and i guess this is this is what what you say there yeah yeah exactly 
Um, and that's a, that's a good point that, that obviously you need to do the right things. That's for sure. But, but at the same time, I think part of, part, part of entrepreneurship and building companies is that you also, you also do things that sometimes are not, not the correct ones, but you, you realize that uh, early enough. And, and the most important part is that you take the learnings out of those 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 failures so i think that's also part of the 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 execution game that you will you will do a lot of things but you need to realize the ones that maybe are not correct and you need to adjust them early enough uh to get on the right right uh right path so what makes you get out of bed every day and go to work i think i think the sort of big big vision is 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 to create a better world and uh, when I'm thinking, or, or when I was kind of planning, well, I wasn't doing too much planning on my career, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, but, but like, uh, when I was thinking, you know, I've, I've always had this mindset of, you know, I want to do things that, that have an impact. I want to do mm. things that will, 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 you know, change the world for better. And um, when I was thinking, like, what could be those those kind of ways to do that? Would it be, you know, doing doing politics, or would it be doing X or Y? And but I I I chose um, entrepreneurship, and I start, chose the the startup world because I saw and I still see that one of the most effective ways. To, to make the impact and to create the better world is through uh, creating new new life-changing uh, innovations and, and companies. So I think essentially that's, that is what, what you know, wakes me up in the morning. And also another thing is that I'm, uh, I feel I'm a, I'm a people person. So mm. I, I, I love to work with people and, um, and, and, and I think that's another thing. Another thing I get... I get more energy and more drive when I get to work with people. So, so that's also another thing that, that, that keeps me ticking. So if I was asking you people, what sort of a leader you are or what is your leadership style? What would they say? I think, I think, and I hope that, that, that they will say <laughs> that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a people, people person. So uh, what I try to do, to do 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 every day and you know when i'm having different discussions uh with the team or or one-on-one discussions um, i'm always trying to concentrate on first asking like how are you doing so so instead of like uh going directly to the kind of work related issues uh, i try to try to kind of focus on how how is the person doing mm. on a personal level so that's 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 very important for me but i also try to be um a leader that gives uh, autonomy to people. I, I believe that uh, giving giving responsibility and autonomy that is something that that more and more people expect in their work. Mm. Um, but that that requires uh, having having a clear mutual direction. So where where are we heading heading as a company? what is what is kind of the the direction also for each each individual uh for the kind of future career path and and another important aspect there is that when you give autonomy to people 
is is that there needs to be a strong trust so mm. I, I feel i feel you know trust is is a, is a very essential part of of, uh, of of teamwork and and i try to nurture that um like every week or every day within within our team and uh maybe a few more aspects so so i try to focus more on kind of a coaching type of an approach so instead of uh, me giving uh, the the correct and the right answers uh, to people. I try to try to um, lead the conversations more in a kind of a questionnaire format, so more kind of a, a coaching coaching kind of kind of style, and then hoping that uh, that would enable then people to to kind of um, uh, to blink the sparks and then to kind of figure out the right solution themselves mm-hmm. instead of me me giving it giving it like uh, right away so i think those would be some of the characteristics that uh that uh, define me as a leader and uh i'm pretty sure that um uh the other people uh, would would uh, mention at least some of those parts parts there in discussions as well would you say this is what you you're good at i would say so i would say so if yeah if, if i would need to define like what are my 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 biggest strengths uh mm. i i would say i would say that uh, through through um working with people and 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 being being a being a leader I, I would definitely definitely see that as my strength and that's definitely something i want to like improve and develop in myself like every day excellent so what is it to be in your shoes, what is it to be like the CEO of Maya Zero One with this entrepreneur spirit? What do you do? That is a very, very kind of a multitask environment, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah, like I said, so we have 150 startup companies that are in our, our premises. And uh, then we have uh, other stakeholders. So we have um, uh, investors. Uh, venture capitalists, also uh, also angel investors. Um, then we have different kind of uh, ecosystem players, so uh, different organizations who are helping uh, startup companies to attract talent, or to or to get funding, or to do more kind of corporate startup uh, matchmaking. So all these different kind of organizations, and then the, the kind of fourth category of fourth stakeholder is the the corporate partners. Um, so, so larger organizations that are uh, boosting their corporate innovations by, by partnering with Maria, Maria Zero One, uh, and also these smaller kind of service provider organizations who are then um, helping helping companies in different different areas. So, it is a very kind of a broad broad network that we are managing. So, I would say my 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 daily daily work also varies a lot depending on the day but uh, if i if i pick kind of uh, the main main points there uh, is that uh of course um i want to be i want to be uh you know close to close to people all the time kind of uh, uh showing the leadership in 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 many different ways then then of course i want to be close close to our customers so mm-hmm. having having meetings pretty much every day whether it's our startup companies or with our partner organizations, uh, etc., and then then um, then the overall strategy strategy for the future future as well. Uh, and and currently we have 
we are running running a large uh, extension project, mm. um, meaning that um, in the future we are planning to expand our campus into three folds by by size, but uh, but five or six folds in terms of the number of companies and the people. So that is obviously a project that is taking taking a lot of my time, and uh, and that is something that is affecting our overall strategy for the future future mm. as well. So you are in contact with many entrepreneurs at MyAzure One and other business leaders. Yourself, you have experience as previously as being running your own uh, company. What do you see are their common challenges? Where do they need help? Mm. If I think about like early, early stage companies, then I, I think the biggest, biggest, um, goal for every early stage company would need to be finding the 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 product market fit that that should be essentially the goal for for every every um, every early stage company and when when and then when when company hits the the product market uh, fit then then becomes the second phase which is then the the scaling phase so how to scale that business and uh and then when, when, when there is a clear product market fit, I think also the companies would need to uh, kind of uh, speed, up, uh, speed up the process in, in all the ways possible. So raise enough funding to enable, uh, to recruit enough people, um, to recruit the right people, and then to run as fast as possible to, to grow that business. Mm. So, so there are kind of different, different um, uh, different challenges in in different phases of the companies. Um, so, but but at least those are the ones. Uh, kind of, if I take the overview from uh, from Mario Zero One kind of company portfolio perspective. Mm. And on the other side, I'm sure you have seen some uh, startup striving. What would you say was the the recipes, if any, for success? If if I if I look at um, our companies, there's uh, in in many of the successful ones, um, there's there's usually an entrepreneur behind that who has already experienced at least at least one company already prior to that one. So so there's obviously a lot of learnings from from those previous previous exercises. So so in in many stages, we're talking about. Um, these um, these entrepreneurs who who have who have failed uh, and, mm. and who have then adjusted based on that. So that is, I think, definitely one one key characteristic uh, in a successful company. And and another one is is then having having a good team. Um, it's um, it's never enough to emphasize the importance of the team, but but having having the, the, the combining skill set in, in the founding team, having, having a, a clear uh, vision in, in, within that founding team on what do, they, what do they want to achieve. And then on top of that, finding those right type of uh, investors or mentors to guide them uh, in, in growing that business. So it's, uh, I would say the, the, the success recipe is, is very much on the, on the people again, um, 
that is driving. But of course, of course, uh, uh, successful companies also need need a lot of luck. That's that's one one factor to put it there. But uh, but without having the right people and uh, and the drive to uh, to to build that business, uh, luck luck doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't change the game. So you need to have the right people with the right right mindset. Yeah, I agree. And something I'm I've seen in the in the startup uh, scene is that there you talk about strategy, and what I see is that the the the, the startups are very focused on sometimes chasing the money instead of spending some time thinking about okay, who are we? What what is our, our vision? What 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 you said? Where are we going? Because at the end of the day, if we take the gaming, if we take the gaming industry. What's the difference between a game company and another game company? Exactly, exactly like you said. So it's uh, and, and and many times um, you still hear you know companies talking about like what is their biggest biggest challenge is is that the the funding obviously gets gets mentioned and uh, if if I kind of um, rewind back ten years ago when when the the start, startup scene was. Um, in Europe, in Finland, uh, we're still very much in the in the uh, early stage phases. I think then it was definitely much more relevant to point out that uh, it was it was much more difficult to get the funding because there mm. there wasn't that many venture capitalist funds or there wasn't that much angel investors around. But now, ten years after the the ecosystem uh, globally has changed a lot, and there is actually lot of funding available um, so so it has changed a lot uh, now I would say that the biggest challenge is how to find the right um, right talent that's more kind of a relevant relevant point than than um, than lacking the, the opportunity for funding what are you the most proud of if I look at back like uh, the past 10 years so 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 more or less I've been working, like you said in the beginning. So uh, I've been I've been working either either uh, as an entrepreneur or or working with entrepreneurs. Um, but all the all the time during the past ten years, I've been somehow engaged with the with the startup startup ecosystem. Um, if if I look at only like the the Finnish startup scene. Which which has grown, which is which I think is has growing the the, the, more, the one of the most successful startup ecosystems in Europe. So I'm most proud of that I've been able to contribute contribute to to that in um, in many different ways during during the past uh, past ten years and and, mm. and seeing the growth of number of companies coming from Finland, successful companies from Finland. Uh, more and more funding available, um, and and more and more uh, students um, coming from universities are actually um, wanting to set up their own companies instead of uh, going to work for a large uh, investment bank or or a consulting company. So, so for me, it would be like being able to contribute in in that growth and being able to contribute in building the the startup ecosystem here in Finland. So mm. I guess that would be the thing I'm most, most, uh, uh, most happy and also most proud of. Is there anything you would do differently? Ooh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, probably, probably like many, 
many things is um um like i said i i i i i probably didn't build like a like a long term plan plan when when kind of starting to uh starting to work in the scene so maybe maybe looking it back um kind of um having more kind of a stronger stronger vision also in 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 um what i want to uh you know achieve and where i want to be in in the longer term longer term um view as well but uh but but at the same time i think it's it's again you know you need to have these uh learnings and 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 and, and failures as well mm. to develop yourself so to a, to a large extent i'm i'm quite happy in the way things have gone out but there's always always room for for Im- improvement and, mm. and to learn and what's your the big dream for for your business so the big big dream for for Mario Zero one is is uh, like we discussed previously is the um uh building maria as one of the leading leading startup campuses globally mm. that is um that is something that we're 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 driving towards and uh i think it's uh it's definitely an ambitious ambitious goal that we have but at the same time it's it's very much achievable but um but that's that's something i want to want to achieve with uh with maria and uh i believe we can we can do that but that requires obviously a lot of a lot of work a lot of work but uh it's um but it's at the same time it's it's very exciting so mm. it doesn't doesn't actually feel feel that it's so much work it's just a, a matter of executing the plan forward mm. and on that subject there are many co-working spaces incubators campuses for startups but you guys somehow have been able to uh find some sort of success can you explain mm. can you explain such such success yeah in maria i think what has been really really good obviously the uh, the startup ecosystem and uh, and the growth of that here in finland has has enabled been enabling all of this so without the growth of of having more and more companies coming out from here i don't think there there um there would have been chance to build something like what maria already is at, at today but but uh i think another factor is that uh maria has been acting as a very successful uh public private partnership mm. so so the uh the city of helsinki uh was actually actually the uh, initiator for the whole project in in 2016 and and they saw the um, the need for for having one larger campus one larger uh like a centric point to uh to to get all these startups and investors and corporates the same place and i think they also saw the movement so many different cities and capitals around the around europe or globally were were starting to do the same and and with that kind of public private partnership so so i think that's been one of the the key successes also that the the city even though they were the initiator for the for the project they also understood that they need to keep this uh, arms length in uh, in 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 the operations they they um 
they provide the, the help and support that uh, is needed from them, but mm. they they gave us the autonomy to to build the place um, by the entrepreneurs for the entrepreneurs. So definitely, I see that as as one of the key success factors for what what has uh, Mario Zero Bond become. Mm-hmm. And what sort of um, clients are you looking for? We are we are looking for uh, in terms of like different verticals and and technologies. We are agnostic, so um, we don't really look at whether you're on on on, on med tech or or AI or or so. Uh, we are just after uh, good teams and good companies. So so we have actually coming to Maria. So you need to go through an application process. So all the companies need to need to um, have a certain criteria that they need to, to fill out. So uh, starting from that, um, there needs to be a scalable scalable business uh, behind uh, in, in what they're doing. There needs to be already a product that is at least on the minimum viable stage that is, is preferably already used by some of the pilot customers. We want to see that there's already an external investor uh, in, in, in those companies uh, who are already already backing them up or, or referring them. And, and then the fourth point is the team. So there's a, there needs to be a, a strong enough uh, skill set combination in, in all the teams that we are selecting. And, 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 and then the final factor is, is actually a diversity. So we want to facilitate more more diversity in, in, in the startup companies. So we wanted to see more more um, more uh, entrepreneurs who are not uh, native Finns that that mm. are coming to Maria, and also we want to see more 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 female founders as part of the team. So so that's definitely a, a plus plus for all the teams applying. So mm. and and but for the future, uh, I think we want to see all the time like more and more quality companies because if if we can have quality companies at our campus. Then obviously the uh, the in, uh, investors and the corporates uh, will become interested on on them. So, so kind of raising the bar in, in the sense of quality all the time. Well, I hope the message is uh, spread out. <laughs> what is the uh, the one recommendation you would give to entrepreneurs or people like you with the entrepreneur spirit? Well, I think if 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 think about like. Uh, people who are still thinking about setting up their companies or becoming an entrepreneur, then I think the, 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 the biggest advice is that whatever ideas you might have, then uh, you, should, you should talk about them. So you should go and, and pitch your ideas to other people, uh, get the feedback and, and, and then possibly iterate your ideas based on that. So, so using the, the lean startup methodology in refining those ideas uh, before, before kind of going too much forward with, with only your own thinking. And then another thing is then, then starting to look for the team. So starting to look what will be those uh, combining skill sets that is required in, in, in those uh, few possible future businesses. So, so doing a lot of, networking and, and meeting people and, uh, and then trying to find the right, right type of co-founders for, for your company. Mm-hmm. So like you said before, people, vision, strategy. 
What books yep. would you recommend? For for me, um, my my favorite favorite writer um, is is probably uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. So I I enjoy a lot of uh, his books, uh, especially the the Outliers, uh, David and Goliath. So so uh, I, I would definitely recommend him him as an author to to read his books. He's uh, he's very good at ex- explaining different phenomenons. And maybe maybe if I think about the kind of latest books I've read. One that I could recommend also is uh, a book by Kim Scott called The Radical Candor. And that's that's more for the leadership part. Um, so I think uh, she has a really good uh, framework of, of, of defining this candor. So, so how to combine giving positive, uh, positive and, and more also negative feedback, but in a way that uh, it doesn't feel negative, but it's more it's more kind of a constructive uh, feedback and 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 all that with the goal to to pursue the company to uh, achieve better results. But I think she has a really really nice framework uh, to use there. So I would definitely recommend that that book as well. Interesting. I'll add this one on my on my list. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> So we're getting to the end of the interview. How can people contact you? I think, well, social media, of course, of course. So um, I'm, I'm easily reachable uh, from Twitter, uh, uh, of course, LinkedIn as well. And, and then uh, whatever other kind of suggestions for, for Maria, Maria01, then uh, I can be reached also by email. So ville at maria.io. All right. Thank you very much, Ville, for your time today. Thank you, Lauren. It was my pleasure. And thank you all for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback about today's interview, as usual. If you have any questions for my guests or for myself, or if you'd like to be a guest yourself, send an email to contact at laurenotin.com or reach out on LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye-bye.